Running Wild with Christine, sex, success, and other slippery rabbit holes. Welcome to episode 70 with Sam. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm so good. Like every time I record, I feel super good while I'm doing it. Um, So Sam and I met a while back through Tinder? Yes, Tinder. Yay. The one good thing that came out of Tinder. Um, we went on a few dates, just the two of us, and then time happened, Christmas happened. Yes. And then we didn't have any time. Yeah. Christmas happened, then summer happened, and then, and now we're back. And now we're back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Christmas happened, and then Mark happened to me. Yeah. Which is a big difference. Mm-hmm. Happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mark. What's up? <laughs> But um, but essentially, we're both in non-monogamous relationships with primary partners who are men. Yes. And I was single when we met, but we wanted to explore seeing more ladies in our lives. Mm-hmm. And then after I started dating Mark, you were also kind of like, ah, I want to focus on my partner. Um, yeah. Or was well, that the way that we phrased it? I can't remember. Um, well, Ryan and I... Um, Ryan and I have always uh, been more primary partner focused while meeting other rad people for extracurricular activities. activities. Um, but yeah, like I feel like when we like when we first met, we were sort of on opposite sides of the yeah. coin. And I like I remember like talking to you and thinking oh my god this girl is so cool and like (laughs) you've got all these like wild awesome experiences and I must sound like just like some boring uh you know some boring chicken in LTR that's like you know with a guy that's just like looking to looking to play with girls on the side kind of thing but I didn't um, even see it that way no, I guess I don't know. That's that just was how your, that, yeah. that's kind of how I felt about it, and then and then like another like when we talked yeah. after you and Mark got together, and you had expressed that like what Ryan and I were doing was what like was kind of what you wanted to do as well. Like yeah. it's like it's really nice to have um and, like all the awesome parts of monogamy without all the shitty, shitty restrictive parts. parts of monogamy. Yeah, no, it's crazy because I think even when I first met you, coming from like, like when we first met, it was the prime of my like single, explorative, just moved back to Vancouver, like love my fucking life, period. I think I was seeing couples at the time. So it didn't feel mm-hmm. weird for me that you had a primary partner because I was just like, people have people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I have other people. They're not my, I don't live with them, but like they're, yeah. they're still people that I choose to spend my time with. So I didn't feel like in any way, shape, at least your approach didn't feel in any way, shape or form like unicorn hunting or like just like, oh no, when I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, but I just remember being like, oh, that's interesting because also the fact that Ryan has kids and like you guys have a very sort of like family looking life together and I was like oh I don't know how that would work like it was just like all kinds of like question marks in my mind but now that I'm with Mark I'm like oh I guess that like all just like makes sense in a different way to me like physically mm-hmm. this is a fruit fly going around us <laughs> so if you guys hear any annoyed sounds that's why um but yeah it's just I know we're like we're like secret we're like secret freaks secret <laughs> Oh, we're like, life, two kids. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we do. I I do feel like we enjoy a certain amount of. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. Like privacy. Like I mean, yeah. we're, I mean, like like we're both bisexual, and we get a lot of like um, like uh, heterosexual. Privilege. Uh, looking privilege, yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. of being in, yeah, like when you're when you're two bisexual people that are in a, a heterosexual 
long-term relationship, um, people just, nobody would assume, like yeah. nobody would ever think that, you know, we like to have extracurricular activity. <laughs> Let's call it that. Yeah. How did, so, okay, we're going to retrace like we do for every episode. Um, you grew up in the lower mainland. Mm-hmm. What was your childhood like? Um, my childhood was pretty great. Like super normal, like nothing, I don't know, honestly, nothing out of the ordinary. Yeah. I grew up in the lower mainland. Um, my parents divorced when I was like three or four. Um, uh, both found awesome new partners. My step parents are amazing. Yeah. They're clearly much better suited <laughs> So for my biological parents. Um, so like, like, I don't know, everything was really, it was nice, you know? Yeah. Um, and this, uh, like, my my I would say my mom and my stepdad definitely more on the on the open more liberal uh sexually liberated kind of side yeah and my dad and stepmom um more on the traditional yeah I mean you know they're wonderful people um but you know kind of hope you never hear this (laughs) (laughs) and did you like high school and stuff did you like just date normally first of all because you're bisexual did you like realize that early on or um I wouldn't say I I def okay so looking back now I can see um I can definitely see how like when I was younger there was definitely times where I was um like I'm like oh like I like this girl but like why do I like this girl Mm -hmm. um or like I think she's cute or like um, a lot of my friends, like, you know, had crushes on guys that, like, I just didn't see, like, why do you like, like, I just yeah. understand. Um, but, like, I definitely I love boys and I love girls, too. <laughs> um, I've never, uh, I, I've never dated, uh, like, exclusively dated a woman before. Um, but I think that is more uh, because, like, I just never met the I just never met the right girl and honestly like I I mean I would just I would technically probably identify more as pansexual because like and you know I think like well if Ryan was a was a female like it wouldn't matter like I would just be with him I love him yeah and um um but yeah I mean I would totally be down for a relationship with a girl just it, it's never met the right. No, yeah. I feel the same way. I was talking about it with a friend today who's also bi or pan. I'm not sure how, which word she chooses, but, um, because uh, she was telling me that she came out to her mom as bi like recently this last Pride, but she's single. Um, and I said to her, I was like, well, I came out to my mom as non-monogamous, but I didn't ever mention. I didn't. I don't think I ever specified my sexual orientation, only because. She's only met the two serious people in my life. She doesn't need to know about all the people that I'm fucking. Right? So their gender is (laughs) irrelevant. I just don't go around being like, I boned such and such and such and such and such and such. I'm just like, yeah, Mm -hmm. my life's okay, mom. How about you? It's like, you know what I mean? That's, yeah, I totally agree with you. That's kind of how we both feel. Like, it's not about, like, I don't hide anything. Mm -hmm. Um, But... Like if there's I also was, no yeah. point in like putting that visual in your head. Yeah, right. <laughs> I if I was a heterosexual woman in a in a heterosexual relationship, like I wouldn't tell my parents who I'm fucking. Yeah. Like I just they don't they don't want to know who I'm yeah. having sex with. So I feel that applies to this scenario of Ex- non-monogamy. Yeah. It's true. It's true. And so when did you what what was your when was your first non-monogamous relationship? Um this one. This one. Yeah. And how long have you been with Brian? Um we've been together for it'll be 3 years in December. Um we've known each other for a long time, probably about 10 years. Um nice. as sort of friendly acquaintances. Yeah. Yeah. So like I already knew that I liked him, that he was a good person and I enjoy like we would see each other a couple times a year yeah. at like uh, mutual nice. friends parties. Nice. Yeah. What was your What were your relationships prior to Ryan like? 
Um, not like a mixed bag of good and shit. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Yeah. Mostly shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> On my part. <laughs> um... I've, I've, I feel like I've ended up with, um, with a lot of men that were, that loved how outgoing and sexual and flirty I was like right off the bat. And then once they like kind of had me locked down, they were like, Oh wait, no, now I don't like this about you. Yes. Stop stop being so flirty. Stop touching everybody you talk to. And I'm like, Hey, like this is what you signed up for. This is what, yeah. Yeah. Um, I relate to that so fucking much. So fucking much. If you've read my book, you know, but like my first ever relationship, hi Mike, um, <laughs> was what exactly like, of just like, oh my God, I'm so like, this is amazing. I want some of this. And then when you get all of this, you're like, wait a minute, tone that shit down. And you're like, no, that's not. Wait, I feel like it's like, wait, I just realized that everybody else wants some of this. And nobody else can have any idea that they can have any of this. So you have to like shut and it down. And it's your responsibility to not be shiny and happy and yourself. And like right? your sexuality belongs to me. And you're like, no, no. Yeah. No, yeah, it, it really doesn't. No. Right. And, and don't you love it too when like when they'd other people would hit on you. Yeah. And you're and the one getting problems. shit on. Oh, and you're like, I hate yeah. that. I think that was my biggest problem with relationships in general is just like because you're a shiny outgoing sexual sexy and sex exuding person and I'm saying you but I'm meaning you me and other people who relate um you people just see this little they see the spark thing that you're mm-hmm. trying to show and trying to air and you know you want that to be that is who you are so you want them to see that and then there's a part of of this society that we live in that's just like as if that was sort of a bait. You know, we've created a dating mm. culture that just wants you to pretend to be something you're not to attract somebody and then reveal who yeah. you really are. Whereas mm-hmm. when you just are that person that you are, mm-hmm. they're yeah, like, like, you oh, can't turn it off. No, like, this is just who I am. I'm not going to like... Like, I used to always defend myself, like, in my late teens and early 20s. I would be like, yeah, I'm a lot, but also, like, there's no secret drawers. There's nothing mm-hmm. that's going to pop out at you three years in that you can... Like, I am who you chose. The yeah. person that you chose, I'm still that person. Now you chose poorly is on you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the fact that you chose something you didn't actually want, I can't be responsible for that. Yeah, like, you chose me hoping that I would tone it down eventually. Like, what the fuck? That no. doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, why would you choose that? Like, that never made sense to me. No, me neither. Um, yeah. I, yeah, so, I mean, back to your, to your bit about, like, this is me. Yeah. There's no secret drawer. Um, I think that's one of the reasons why, um, my relationship with Ryan is so incredible. Cause like we actually, this is a funny story. Um, <laughs> we started seeing each other. Um, when we started seeing each other three years ago, um, I was like fresh out of a really shitty, like toxic relationship and Ryan was single um, he'd been single for like over a year now and, and I was single and I remember seeing him at a party at like our friend's annual Halloween party and being like, oh my God, Ryan's single. I'm going to fuck Ryan. <laughs> I'm to- like, I set my sights on him. I was like, oh, like, like Wayne's world style. Like <laughs> he will be mine. Oh yes. He will be mine. Um, and so like when we started hanging out, like I think like the first couple times that we you were, hooked up. Ha- we hooked up, um, you know, we just kind of bared all, like I remember like lying in bed with him and telling him like being totally honest and saying like, this is what I want. Like I've been in all these crappy monogamous relationships and it clearly doesn't work for me. I don't like I don't enjoy it you know these are like I want to do like I want to fully embrace who I am I want to be able to fully embrace like my sexuality and you know the kinky crazy stuff that I want to do yeah Yeah, but I want to have and I basically describe what we're doing I'm like I want to have like 
somebody to do that with. I don't want to, I don't want to do it by myself. Um, but like, if we continue to hang out, like this is like, these are my parameters. And for the first time ever, I said it like, and, and I didn't like whatever his response was, was okay. Yeah. Like if he wasn't down for that, then I was going to, as like, regardless of how much I like, I liked him yeah. and how much I wanted to continue to see him naked. Um, I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to compromise, compromise the things that I wanted because clearly it hadn't worked in the past. Yeah. And, um, and he like, I swear, like he just like his eyes lit up like a kid in a candy store <laughs> and he was like, you've described exactly what I want like what I'm looking for in a partner yeah. and then I was like oh crap we just chill okay we're just <laughs> hanging out like and then and like he just he just he he fucking gave me feelings man yeah like, I caught feelings, feelings. <laughs> and no but it's true <laughs> and I think there's 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 something to that when you're at that point where you just are not afraid of what somebody's going to hear in the words that you say. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to say what you're going to say. And, like, I'm starting to think a lot about the fact that you're only responsible for what you put out and you're not responsible for how people receive it, right? Right. But that's, like, a motherfucking huge piece of work. Like, yeah. getting to that point is really That's hard. scary. But for the longest time, I would, like, be like, I want to say this, but what are they going to think? And so when you get to the point where you're like, I don't actually care what you're going to think. Mm-hmm. This is what I think. And the way that you react is going to tell me what I need to know. Yeah. <laughs> like, about you. Yeah, like, you... Like you don't, I don't want the like I don't want to be disappointed. I hope that you feel yeah. this way, but if you don't, that's okay. Yeah, because that means you're not, not the, who I need. Yeah. So, um, had he ever been in a non-monogamous relationship before? Um. Yes. Uh. Before we started seeing each other, he was seeing. Um. He was seeing a girl. Um. For a bit. And they were they were fully open. Um, they were like he was free to see whoever he wanted, vice versa. Um, it was more of a casual yeah thing. Um, and it didn't. I mean, I sorry. I'm gonna speak for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, to to what I, my understanding is that it wasn't. Um, it was almost like too disconnected. Like. Yeah. He wanted like what we're more doing. More of a connection. Yeah, more of a connection and to and then like with a primary partner. Yeah. And then to have um other like additional additional fun. Yeah. Extra fun. Yeah. I think that's really interesting because like how do you how did you guys set your rules and your boundaries when you're both sort of super fresh to it? Like what was it like in the beginning of just like being like, um, so what now? Um, it's been, it's actually, it's actually been really great. So we've had some really awesome things happen. We've had some really shitty things happen too, but, um, I think, uh, and, and our parameters have changed, mm-hmm. um, and everything's evolved. And I, 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 do, I find it really interesting how people sort of, you say you're open, but everyone's open quote unquote means something completely different. different. Yeah. yeah. So like to say you're in an open or non-monogamous relationship can be really means like yeah Yeah. (laughs) anything um so you know we started like right off the bat we decided that we were gonna do things we wanted to play together that we and you know that felt good maybe we would try playing separately if we felt like it but we just we promised each other that we would have open and honest communication about it if something felt good we'd say so if something felt bad we would say so and we would not do the bad thing yeah anymore yeah um so yeah we initially we we played together um we had some we had some great experiences we had some not so great experiences um and and then you know, as we moved forward, like we had some, uh, some times where, you know, trying to get, 
I'm sure you understand. <laughs> As we, we understand. Spell it out, brother. <laughs> trying <laughs> to get three or more people's schedules to line up to try and meet and greet and then try and find a time to play like if you're not down for like first date play um is a fucking task when you especially have more than one person who is a vulva owner and menstruates uh yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i'm sorry this sounds so (laughs) not jam people but like Legit though. <laughs> yeah, how many times have we had to cancel? Yeah, you'd be like, let's play, and I'd be like, fuck, I got my period. Which you can still play on your period. Like that is yeah. not what I'm it's, saying. It's just a personal preference whether you like to or not. And um. also, logistically, it becomes complicated. It's not mm-hmm. as spontaneous. It becomes more of a. That's why people tend to like prefer doing that with someone they've done that before with like because yeah. you just are like oh shit I can't just like get you naked on the couch because then I'm gonna worry about the couch like, right you know like <laughs> yeah logistics are complicated right. in this matter but mm-hmm. it's true it's just really tough yeah to make it happen yeah and to be in the mood and to be with the right per- people and then you don't know about the chemistry and there's so many unknowns in the I equation know. there's yeah we like w- one of the things we started out with was we would uh, that we would not fuck on the first date. We mm-hmm. would do a like a meet and greet somewhere where you and I did that. Yeah, <laughs> it was like an extra quick forty five minutes of like, do we actually enjoy each other's company? Just, yeah, it's like on the internet, you look great and yeah. you sound awesome, but in real let's life. see if in real life, do I like your pheromones? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. So you know, we it was hard to it was hard to plan that, and then. So at one point we did, uh, we did just talk about it and we decided that we would try playing separately. Um, then it, it started, okay, well, we wanted to meet the other person before, and then that was the same scheduling conflicts. And then, um, you know, we decided we didn't like the idea of like leaving one person at home alone while the other person was going to fuck somebody else. Yeah. Cause that just feels, that feels for us at least it feels icky like yeah um so then like oh my god trying to plan two separate dates with at the two same se- at the same fucking time that's just as hard if not harder than trying to like meet up with like together, what, together with yeah. some with other, other people. people so um and you know we we did that a couple times and it just it wasn't as much fun it's not there was nothing traumatic but it was like it just didn't feel nice so we talked about it and we're like no you know what we like this this really is um this is x above and beyond yeah and if it's not fun like we don't do it yeah yeah so i mean i've i've definitely um been guilty of doing things um sort of like uh to please the group mm-hmm. or like to not saying no or to stop when I wanted to and okay that sounds really terrible and I don't mean it in a bad way no I know exactly like, what you mean yeah I know exactly <laughs> what you mean no it's it I guys like seriously take this with a grain of salt and I didn't mean guys I meant folks still working on my pronouns um but it's true like let's play a scenario of a scenario scenario we've been in of just like you have two couples meeting and one of so you have couple one and couple two and if they're swapping one of the pairs gets along mm-hmm. better than the other pair yeah but it's not to the point where you're like I don't want to do this it's to the point where I could or I couldn't be doing this yeah I'm ambivalent this is great. It's okay. It's like a dessert that you thought was going to taste better. It still tastes good, but it's not like, oh my God, this is the best fucking dessert I've ever had. You're still mm-hmm. eating the dessert. Yeah. And you're not complaining about it. Yeah, I'm not. You're I'm not, not like, oh, I wish I wasn't eating this cake. You're just like, I wish this cake was more moist or something. And it's the same. <laughs> it's not like a straight up no, but it's like a, eh. It's like a, I could or I couldn't. But, and yeah, so in this scenario, when you look over and you see that, like, your partner is it's really the loving their dessert, their life. it's kind of, it, like, on one hand, it's like, yeah, like, you I'm going to yuck their yum. Right. I'm going to keep, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to send my dessert back and, like, end dinner because, you know, they're clearly enjoying themselves and I love you so much and I want you to have that awesome oh, experience. Yeah. 
Um, but at the same time, at the end of that, you know, when you've got an upset stomach and yeah. you're just like, I really would rather have not finished that dessert. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's an, it's an icky feeling. Like yeah. it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel good. So it's not a bad traumatic experience, no. but it's not a pop. Something that you're like, I need that cake again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm, yeah, like that's something that I'm getting I'm getting much better, better at. at. Yeah. Um, because you don't want to be the one, I just like, I don't want to be the one that like party poops. Yeah. Same. <laughs> but at the same time, I feel like there is space and improvement and I feel like I'm getting incrementally better at this slowly mm-hmm. is being like, maybe I don't want to finish this cake, but that doesn't mean that the cake and I can't have a good time while the other people are having a party. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the, if I wanted to stop, I can still have a great conversation as I've been with that person the entire mm-hmm. evening and the non-sexual stuff is also nice while the other people are having the sexual stuff. Yeah. That they are clearly enjoying more than I was. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that sort of like, I need to be having the best time as much as you're having the best time thing mm-hmm. doesn't need to be that way. Yeah. Like, hopefully the person across from you is just as open and can sit around and be like, hey... This is not as fun as the, as we thought it might be. Mm-hmm. Let's have another glass of wine or, yeah, you know, whatever the case may be. Maybe you can help out the other people that are having... That are having the best of yeah. times. Yeah. Like there's, yeah, there's lots of ways that you can, yeah, that you don't have to just shut it down. No. And, yeah. Well, um, it's nice to hear that you, that you've had the same experiences because like I I'm, don't want to be... vigorously shaking my head okay. saying yes. <laughs> To the people who can't see me. <laughs> um, yeah, so, like, it's it's a learning curve. Like, you just learn as you go along. And it's, like, being in, a, being in a non-monogamous relationship like this is so much more work and more communicative than uh, a monogamous relationship. Like, yes. anybody. In, yes. Like, I don't care how much you talk to your partner. Like, if you just fuck each other, you don't talk nearly as much yeah. as no. people that fuck other people. It's true. Like, it's shocking how much, like, people are like, oh, that sounds fun. And you're like, it is. Mm-hmm. Every blue moon, it's getting your cake and eating it too and getting the other person's cake and it's on fire with fireworks and, like, all the on a yacht mm-hmm. somewhere. Like, that's what it feels like. But... 90% of the time, it's just, like, talking about the cake. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what if the cake was like this? And perhaps, what if that happened? And if... Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. And it's just talking about the multiple scenarios that could make you or your partner uncomfortable and how mm-hmm. you would respond to that or you have responded to that. Or mm-hmm. it's it's just so much more of writing the rules and figuring out... Yeah. What defines you as a couple? Because mm-hmm. what we've been taught doesn't define us. No. And and I think that... I think it's... So now, being in a relationship like this, which is so amazing and free and just and wonderful, like, it now, to, it seems so weird that we... that The whole concept of assumed monogamy... Yeah. Is so strange now because, like... Now, like, you know, God forbid, like, Ryan and I were to ever, like, not be together, and I, we, we were looking for, we had to, you know, to look for other partners, like, I would never not have that conversation again. I would yeah. sit down with somebody and be like, okay, like, what are your expectations as far as monogamy and sex and things go? And that would be, like, a first date conversation. Yeah. Because that would be a determining factor, and the fact that, like, like, I feel like that like never happens. No, it doesn't. So, and then you, people end up like, I feel like that's why my past relationships haven't worked because of assumed monogamy. And then when I felt comfortable enough with the person to talk about like, Hey, so like, I actually like girls too. And like, I'd really like to, you know, like them. (laughs) Yeah. Like I would really like to, uh, you know, indulge in that. Um, (laughs) How does that sound to you? And then, you know, when they're like, oh, if they're been like, no, no, not okay with that. And then, well, then I've, then like, I can't, yeah, yeah, I can't ask them. I either have to end the relationship. Like I can't force them out of their uh, what, preferred course of action. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, I know it's so hard. And 
I find it, I'm working out how to talk about my non-monogamy, like, especially we were talking about earlier prior to recording as to, like, work settings and, like, people who might listen to this episode yeah. and be like, I didn't know this about you. are like, well, yeah, I don't lead the fucking, hi, yeah. I'm such and such and I'm non-monogamous. Like, that's super weird. But, for example, um, a couple of weeks ago, someone was like, oh, how was your weekend? And I was like, well, I had a podcast recording because that's what I do every weekend. And then I had a date. And then, but, you know, I was just talking about my weekend, as people do, and they were like, you had a date? And it's either like, ooh, who'd you go on a date with, because they don't know I'm living with Mark, and then I have to explain the whole, I live with my partner, but we went on a date with other people, or I'm just like, oh yeah, this it was a great date, and I just kind of like fly over the fact that <laughs> they don't know, like, and I don't need them to know. But it's it's interesting, because I'm I'm torn between... You don't need to know, mm-hmm. and I don't have to explain. And also, why shouldn't I talk about my dating life now the same way I talked about my dating life when I met you? Yeah. Like, I've it, always been, like, really open of, like, we went to this really nice restaurant. Like, people talk mm-hmm. about their dates without talking about the sex. Like, why does my partner and I going on a date with another couple make you uncomfortable? Yeah. If me going on a date with one other person doesn't make you uncomfortable, mm-hmm. how is that different? Like, the date may have led to sex. You wouldn't have asked me about it if I was going with one person. You are right. now asking me about it because there's four people right. in this particular scenario. It could have mm-hmm. been three, could have been six, whatever. Yeah, I think I think because people don't understand, I think a lot of people don't understand it. They're mm-hmm. afraid of it. They're like, wait, like, are you some crazy sex addict? Like, what's going like, on here? For me, here? that's really conflicting because of this podcast, because of the book, right. because of everything <laughs> I stand for. I should not be ashamed of saying, yes, my partner and I went on a date with another couple. Mm-hmm. I should be able to say that the same way that I used to say, yeah, I went on a date with X. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And and th- that's where I'm conflicted. And, like, I've always been open. I've always been vocal. And now I'm militant about it in a way Mm -hmm. so me being uncomfortable or hiding that fact obviously unless it's like inappropriate because it's your boss or like some kind of Mm -hmm. power structure but if we're just co-workers they're telling me about their date why shouldn't I tell them about my date yeah like how is that any different it's it's not it's really not and it shouldn't be any different and that's why like I know it's like we should talk about it. We yeah, really should. I like there's, I have a, there's a very choice few people that mm-hmm. I work with that are my friends that know, um, and I mean they I mean they're already in my inner circle and so they already like I already know they love me yeah. and it's not they're like they it's, think it's rad yeah. and they're just like or they don't care and that's yeah. the great thing is like if. Like, you shouldn't care. Like, people no. shouldn't care. They're either happy for you or interested or, or like, just... Ambivalent. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, I mean, I work with the public. Um, I'm, in a, I'm uh, a hairstylist. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, there's definitely things that I don't share about my personal life, not because I'm ashamed of it. But just um, because it's not appropriate. Or, yeah. Exactly. Um, I have a handful of choice, very close clients that do know, um, that do know how we roll. And I mean, they, they think it's great because they're like, are you happy? Like, and you know, they ask questions and like, I think it's been a wonderful way to open up the door to people asking questions. Like somebody that doesn't understand or has never talked to anybody that's done this. They're like, you know, I have so many questions. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's great. And I mean, definitely being on Tinder has had um, uh, some interesting. Um, I, I, I almost like that. I saw you on Tinder. Yes. Question mark. Question mark. Yes, yes. There was definitely. I did have a client. I did have a client that um, she like uh, after I finished um, putting her color on, she was like, so I was swiping, and I saw this really hot guy, and was like, damn, you're cute. And then I started sweat, started reading his bio, and I was like, oh, he's got a girlfriend. He's, they're looking for like other people. He's, she's like, and then I was looking through his pictures, and, and then, then I saw you. you. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, she was great. Like, yeah. And. Uh, and yeah, she's um she was just really like tell me all about it kind of thing. Yeah. Um and I did have um I did have a, a coworker actually come up to me um privately and she said she's like so she's like 
I saw Ryan's Tinder profile and I was like, uh-huh. She's like, she's like, yeah. She's like, at first I was like, that motherfucker cheating on Sam. Oh my God, I can't believe this. What a piece of shit. She's like, and then I started swiping and I saw, wait a second, you're, there's pictures of you on here. And she's like, and then I read the bio. Yeah. And I was like, yes. And she's like, good on ya. And that was it. <laughs> yeah. So, like, that was a wonderful way of, like, her acknowledging it. And I really appreciated, actually, that she was so fired up that, yeah. like, she was She like, had your back. <laughs> yeah. She was gonna, yeah, she was ready to, like, she was gonna fucking take him down. <laughs> um, so, you know, like, I don't understand why we can't sort of speak freely about it and... Like, no. I do understand why, and I don't understand why. Yes. Yeah. The, you no, know, you're right. I understand I understand why, because you don't want people to treat you... Di- like, for me, it's like, I don't want people to treat me differently. Um, so, yeah. It's a... It's a, it's tough, a tough one. And, I, and like I said, like, the fact that I that I felt like I was coming out to my mom about being honest, like, the fact that that's what the feeling felt like was super weird. Mm-hmm. Because it shouldn't be a revelation. It shouldn't be like a, ooh, you didn't know this about me. It's like, well, we just decided not to do that. <laughs> like, yeah. We just decided not to base our sexual or emotional happiness on one other person because that's unfair to them. Mm-hmm. I, I think parents, though, just yeah, my personal yes. opinion, parents are a whole another breed. Okay, yes. because so Ryan's um, oh, biological yeah, mom. Me. Okay, so Ryan's biological mom is a lesbian and she's married and to a lovely woman um they're wonderful wonderful people so but they are they are um like they don't know about us and they actually I mean they it's funny they've actually made some disparaging comments about like bisexual people like like that I've heard like nothing terrible but just like oh you know it doesn't exist and like it's just a stop on the on the on the train station to gay town like and it's like to hear like to hear these like these women that have been persecuted like for for their sexual uh, orientation yeah is like I find it I find it crazy that it's like you have one that they have no idea and I mean I can I can see why they don't wouldn't assume that of us but like I feel like well I don't want to tell you guys <laughs> because you're gonna react probably worse. the same way yeah. or worse than my conservative parents <laughs> would a father and stepmother would like I feel like it would be even harder for them to handle and it's like you're lesbians. Like, you're... <laughs> you fought for this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. And it's so funny because I feel like... I was talking about this with my friend today. Um, I feel like my mom... She was saying that her mom would prefer that she be in a homosexual relationship that looked monogamous. And, like, she was like, if I was oh. dating a nice girl and we were, like monogamous mm-hmm. and plan to get married and have kids. My mom would have no problem with that. However, if I dated someone with tattoos and facial, <laughs> like, you know, facial piercings, whether they were a guy or a girl, she would be, like, horrified. So it's so funny how it's, like, the perception of what's wrong. You know, like, what the wrong demographic for your kids is. Right. And yeah. I feel like with my mom, she was just kind of, like, I think she's just had, like most women of her generation and our generation, like a horribly toxic history of relationships that revolve around jealousy and belonging and physically belonging to someone else, mm-hmm. you know? And so I feel like that makes her weird as in like, I don't really love him because I want to sleep with other people or he doesn't really love me because he lets me sleep with other people. Mm, you yeah. know, like that's kind of a weird circle for her to understand but um, at the same time, I feel like both my parents, if I sat them down and actually, like, they sat through the uncomfortable me explaining to them why, I'm like, mom's been telling me for as long as I've been alive that whoever I end up, ended up with would need to be six people roped into one. Well, maybe you know? just needed six people. <laughs> well, that's the thing. How about just six people as six people? Like, yeah. because we all have so many different aspects to ourselves. Even mm-hmm. if you're not bi or pan and, you know... Even if it's not down to, like, you don't have a vagina, therefore, like, I would like yeah. to go play with one. Um, 
it's still like, how can everyone be like the same nerdy that you are that you'd like to partake in or the same, uh, like the same, I don't know, whatever the fuck aspect of mm-hmm. you that one person is fulfilling. Like, I don't think it's fair to expect someone no, I to like all the things that you like or be able to support you liking all the things that you like. Yeah. And I, I totally agree with you. And I think that I think that we are told that like our partner should be our one and only and must and must provide like all the love and everything you need and it's like I like I know that uh, I know that like in past relationships I have settled on something yeah um you know they've all been great barring one um in their own rights um Mm -hmm. In some way, shape, or form, but like I don't know if it's the Gemini in me, but like I always, always want things from both ends of the spectrum. Yeah. So it's like, and I, I had resigned myself a long time ago to having one side of you be unhappy. Yeah. Like I just, I'm like Sam, you, you're never gonna find somebody who's that. Yeah. Nobody, no one person will ever encompass like everything that you want in a partner so like you're I guess you're just gonna have to like be a hoe like I don't know but but even like as a kid like I remember like when I was younger I remember telling my friends be like I want to have lots of boyfriends I want to have sex with lots of different people and my friends were like oh like why are you that's so slutty and I'm like well but why like I don't I don't want to be a quote-unquote slut I just want to have lots of like, I want to fuck lots of people. <laughs> I want to have lots of experiences. And they just, they didn't understand that. And that's, that's okay. Yeah, and, that's fair. And for the long, you know, I always kind of felt like, like I was weird for wanting like all these different things. And I mean, but I can truly say like with Ryan, like I, I did not think anybody would ever be able to give me like everything I want. And, and he does. And just, and the things that I mean, he doesn't directly give you, yeah. he allows you to get yes. from where yes. you need to get. Yeah. And yeah. And vice versa too. Yeah. Like there's, you know, if there's something that, I mean, if there's something, I mean, I'm pretty, there's, there's not a lot of hard nose with yeah. me, yeah. but if there was something that he was like really, really into, and as long as it was safe and insane yes consensual and I was like you know what I can't like I'm not down for that um but please go find somebody that will yeah that like why can't like why can't we do that like why is that I feel like that's like such a loving thing to do it's like I love you so I want you to be happy holy so no and, and it's true and I feel like I mean I feel every time that Every time that Mark and I play together with other people, he always checks in with me later, like, how did that feel? How was that? Did you get jealous? Even though I don't really get jealous, like, never have in my monogamous relationships. That's just not part of my being. Mm -hmm. Um, The closest thing, I was like, you know, in those times where, like, I'm medium medium happy about my experience and Mm -hmm. you're extremely happy about your experience, I was like, if anything, I was envious of the fun you were having. Yes. And I wasn't yes. like, I wasn't like, how dare he? I was like, well, I want some of that kind of happy, but I'm so happy you're getting that kind of happy. It wasn't mm-hmm. like that was taking away from my experience. Like if anything, it was adding to my meh, experience where I was like, but look at that. Like, you know, it just kind of amps you up and you're like, I think we've been taught to think of everything as like, if I take it, there's none left. And it's right. like, no, there's so much to go around. It's like pie. No, it's, it's not, not pie. pie. If you, yeah, if you have pleasure and you're having a good time, it doesn't mean that it's I get any less. Right? Yeah. Like, I can get some of your pleasure <laughs> indirectly because I can see with my, like, eyes and all my bones how happy you are, and that makes me happy. Mm-hmm. I literally, like, we were talking, it's Saturday night, he's out watching UFC, you and I are here. And I was like, just before he left, I was like, go and hit on some girls. He's like, what? And I was like, no, literally, like, you look really good. Like, I'm super into you. Go flirt and tell me all about it. He's like, you just want to watch, you perv. And I was like, potentially. But also, like, I feel like we don't, especially when you're having, like, a heart, like, it's fall, everyone's kind of, like, cozying up, and 
and your self-esteem sort of like shrivels because you're eating too much sugar because you're like it's raining outside and all I want to do is stuff my face I'm speaking for me and him not for everyone but you know um there's a point where I actually like my self-esteem he has to go a long way to get my self-esteem up because I already know that he loves me and that he accepts me for who I am and that even if I was the worst version of myself today, he still loves me. Mm-hmm. So I need a stranger to amp up my self-esteem. It's yes. much easier if someone I don't know goes, you're amazing. I'm like, oh my God, you think you're amazing? You don't know anything. I know you're amazing. You chose to live with me. Like you're not, you're going to have to go a long way. Oh my God, get out of my head. I literally right? said this to Ryan yesterday because I, I just I happen to get a lot of compliments um, via the internet the other day, yeah. and and I'm telling him this, and he's like, he's like, that's great, babe. He's like, I'm really happy for you, and then I always feel like I have to uh, to tell him, be like, you know, it's not that it means more. It doesn't. It doesn't mean it the same thing when you say it, but like you know that I'm awesome. You know that you I'm are, a we've sparkly person. <laughs> yeah, I have a sparkly personality. I'm lovely. Um, but this guy doesn't, or this girl, like this yeah. person just thinks I'm a hot piece of ass and yeah they don't like I could be a, I, I could be a total bitch yeah and, and a shitty person and they just think that I look amazing and that in the moment means more yeah yeah and that and I think that's the thing that people get upset about the most in 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 like monogamous jealousy prone relationships is that yeah you value a stranger's like uh, opinion more than someone who's dear to it. It's like, no, it has nothing to do with value. It has to do with the fact that I spent much of my time with you explaining to you the things that I mean, and we've both agreed that we like each other. Mm-hmm. We've agreed that we value each other's opinions, that we value each other's choices, that we value each other's presence. Like, I don't take him for granted. I just work a lot for us to be where we are. Mm-hmm. And having someone that I've put no effort into think that I'm awesome or hot or whatever I'm like ha I did that effortlessly and that in the moment has a value that you are no longer able to give me because we've surpassed that yes we've gone further from that mm-hmm. and and it's not even comparable it's like it's like two different worlds yeah. of of kind of compliments and so that's why I was like go and hit on some girls he's like what do you mean I was like you need someone new to want to fuck you Mm-hmm. They don't even have to fuck you. Like, that's that whole spark of wanting to f- be fucked and fuck. It's like a whole other... And then you'll come home and fuck me six times harder, and I'm happy with that. Yeah, well, that applies to you in monogamous relationships, yeah, exactly. too. Like, like if you fuck them, then probably not monogamous. But if you don't, yeah. yes. But, like, yeah, I mean, in my monogamous relationships, when I've gone out, you know, for a girls' night, and, you know, and I get hit on, and guys are talking to me and it's like I'm like yeah you can't have I'm, I'm me I'm a hot piece of ass yeah mm-hmm. I'm gonna go home and have sex with my partner and it's gonna be just that much more exciting yeah right because you just get amped up you do and honestly like I remember being single and having like mediocre sex but the fun part was the prior to the actual sex Mm-hmm. Was the what is your mouth gonna taste like, or what? What are you gonna do? I don't even know. Are you gonna go for my cheek? Are you gonna go for my ear? Are you gonna go for? I don't know what you're gonna do, and that's the fun part. Yeah, like you, I love the excitement of the of new. Yeah, that's... which is unfair to 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 take that away. Like to just be like that's because you want that you don't want me. It's like no no no. I still very much want you. Mm-hmm. But we're never going to be able to do that again. Like, it's like physically impossible because I yeah. know you. Like, it's like wanting to go back in time. It's not possible yet. Mm-hmm. Yet. Maybe. Who knows? Science goes far. <laughs> but, yeah, I think it's interesting how people just put it all in one bag and be like, if you want something else, that means you don't want what you have. It's like, no, no, mm-hmm. man. No. No. No, it doesn't, uh, does, doesn't work that way. But... Most people aren't open-minded enough to understand this or even to think about it. It's scary to yeah. think about. I mean, I, I know that, uh, you know, you, you hear about people that have affairs. Yeah. And... It's hot. And, yeah. Affairs and then, are hot. Yeah. Like, you, 
they have an affair or they or like one night stand or whatever and it's like because they're feeling unloved or unwanted with their with their partner and then that then suddenly they're like revved up and like their relationship gets better. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's shitty. They feel terrible because of the they the lie. The, yeah, I mean, you know, you get to live with that guilt. But like, you know, if in the end it makes the relationship better, then you know it is. I mean, it's a it's a nice byproduct. But like, I guess what I'm trying to get at is that like having that newness interjected into, into your energy yeah, is a positive thing and if it can be done in a positive upfront honest way ethical way yeah then, then why not yeah and i think you know the, do, do you get the most the thing that i get the most about non-monogamous like come like telling somebody i'm non-monogamous like what if they meet some, what if they like the person that they meet it's like yeah they could meet them on the bus and like them yeah like, are being monogamous or non-monogamous is not going to change them coming across somebody that they mm-hmm. might fall in love with. Yeah. I have no control over that. Whether your monogamy makes you think that you have control over that. <laughs> yeah, you're... <laughs> you are sadly mistaken. That you know? It's kind of like... Um, it's kind of like when people... I, I love when people are like, oh, bisexual people are so greedy. And it's like, greedy how? Like... You like to, it's like, I like to fuck men, I like to fuck girls. So, but whether you're in a monogamous relationship or not, like, we all like, want to fuck. Yeah, like, Unless everybody wants sexual. to fuck everybody. You just have more options. Yeah. And, but it doesn't mean that you... And also, maybe, as a bisexual or pansexual, you only like this type of girl and this type of guy and this type of non-binary person. That might actually restrict you in yeah. the people that you can fuck. Yeah, or like, want to fuck. If you just, yeah, if you just, like, skinny, men. dorky, blah, 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 and you're surrounded by plump, bearded, like, it's not going to be your steez, and you're mm-hmm. not going to fuck them. So, I don't see how that's greedy. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't. Because, no. like, it's not like I now, because I like both penises and vaginas and anything in between, will fuck all penises and vaginas and anything hey. in between. That's not how it works. Yes. Can, did you hear that? Can you say that louder for the people in the back? <laughs> that is not Just, how it works. <laughs> I still have my preferences in all genders. <laughs> anyway, we're coming to this ending point. Is there something you'd like to say that you wish you'd heard more? Um, like something that you feel needs to be heard more. Um, I... Uh, as far as like relationships anything anything um god i feel like we just need to be kinder to each other i think kindness if i can just remind people to you know be nice to one another and kindness comes in all forms and you know for say like you and i kindness would come in in the form of like if we talk about the fact our non-monogamy and you don't agree with it you know, you could just be kind and not be shitty. Mm-hmm. Like, you could just not talk, like, not make a thing out of it. Or, yeah. Yeah. Just respect each other enough yeah. to be kind. Mm-hmm. Just be like, I don't understand, but I You're don't happy. need to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kindness all to. around. Yeah. I think, yeah. Uh, this was so fun. I'm so glad you accepted to do this. This is such oh. a good episode. Anytime. We've cheers because <laughs> it's Saturday night and we're pretending to have lives. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to another episode, my loves. Um, I'm bringing you more stuff. I'm trying really hard. I'm working tons. So I don't know what's next, but things are going to be awesome because they always are. Um, yeah, be kind. Have a good weekend. Treat yourself <laughs> to whatever you, you think is a treat. <laughs> Yes, Sam and I are looking at each other with a with a sparkle in our eyes. So <laughs> whatever you think is a treat, you go for that. Um, yeah, thank you so much for listening, and I'll catch you next week.